And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. This is your good friend Jimbo back again for another episode. No shoulders uh, this week. Um, had work, you know. We have to us working class guys have to work uh, 40, 50 hours a week. Um, the special guest. I was trying to get King to come on for us. Uh, I had some running around to do today, so our schedules. Didn't really match up either, but hey, you guys at least have me, you know, your, your good friend Jimbo, which you can find me over on Twitter, uh, at Jimbo ST Sports, as well as the, the show at ST Sports Podcast. You know, this is the Good Friday, the, the Friday before Easter. You know, I want to wish everybody a happy, happy holidays uh, before I forget. Um, also, before we get into the show, Head over to YouTube. We ha- we have a new YouTube channel that we're adding uh, past vid- uh, past shows on there, plus any shows that we do now. So if you can't find us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or the the main big ones out there that you could download us, you could just head over to YouTube and subscribe there and, and listen to us uh, that way. So a lot to talk about today. Um, I know yesterday was our fight episodes you know um the only thing i didn't do yesterday which i will do today was or is uh i'll do my ufc picks which there's a ufc fight it says fight night but it comes on at 1 p.m tomorrow uh saturday so i'll do my picks for that i'm gonna try to do the live tweet during that because some of the the fights actually look pretty decent so it could be a good card we're gonna talk a little uh oops excuse me uh, the you know hockey flyers named a new head coach. Give my opinion about that. Give my opinion about the the flyers fans' reactions. We got you know, we got some uh, college football talk. So you know a lot to uh, a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so we're just gonna jump right into it. And it came out this past week that Notre Dame is gonna unveil a female mascot. Uh, female leprechaun for the mascot. The, the female's name is Lynette Wookie. She's going to be the first female um, to, to be the Irish woman, I guess we would say. We have to properly say. And Notre Dame first brought the mascot on back in 1965 and since then it's been pretty much all male and mostly white um, they're gonna have three people be the mascots this year for different sporting events you know football women's basketball men's basketball different things like that not sure if we're gonna see her as the female uh, mascot for the football uh, college football season this year. And reading some of the comments, you know, 
a lot of people are saying it should stay it should still be a male just because the, the emblem is a red bearded red haired male but in a way I'm okay with it you know it's you know, it's not 1965 no more. It's the 21st century, and also I know a lot of people don't like change. You know, so that could be a, a, a big reason why some of these fans are against it. I just hope that Notre Dame's doing this, not doing this as a you know feminist movement type thing. I, I hope they have. I hope they gave this to this female because she, you know, she she deserves it. She earned it, you know, not just because oh, it's a female. Let's get out in front of this PR type deal thing. So, congratulations to Leonette. Um, curious to see, you know, what what sports she's part of. Like I said, there's two other males that are going to be. The mascots as well, <clears throat> and actually the one, um, the one male was, I believe, the mascot for college football last year, and he was the first native Irishman to be the leprechaun for Notre Dame. Which, again, it's kind of, kind of strange that it took this long to have a native Irishman. I mean, 1965, you're looking at what 50 60 years um of mascots and never had a true irishman as the leprechaun for notre dame so you know that like i said that was kind of a a curious story um and just like everything else too the the people that don't agree with the the decision or whatever eventually they're gonna come, you know, come around, and and they're gonna be okay with it. I mean, you look at the, you look at gritty from the Flyers. I'll admit, I hated it. I hated the idea, the look of him. He's grown on me. And my youngest that I took to the Flyers game uh, last month, you know, he loves him. Watching him do the, the things he does, you know, the streaking at the the stadium series game, zip lining from the top of Lincoln Financial down to the ice, you know, he, he grew on me, you know. And the same thing I think could happen with Leonette being the new female mascot for Notre Dame. So for my Notre Dame fans out there that do listen to us, shoot me a, a message over at the, the show's Twitter handle, ST uh, Sports podcast and let me know what you think you know are you for are you against it don't really care i mean let's be honest yes it's cool to see the mascot but they don't win the games for us the players are the ones that win it so shoot me a a a tweet over there and you know give me your opinion about what you think how, how do you feel about the the leprechaun being a female the other thing that happened this past week was Philadelphia was awarded the 2026 All-Star Game. Now, the reason why they got the 2026 one, because still, I believe, 
2021 through 25 don't have a location yet was they want to celebrate the 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. I also saw, you know, when this rumor came out, I think it was like last week, the rumor started circling that they might get the All-Star game. Philly was hoping to get this to eventually maybe get a Super Bowl or an All-Star game of their own to help celebrate the, the 250th anniversary. And this is the first step for hopefully that to happen. Now, some, some notes that, you know, I saw when I was reading on ESPN about this story was the this will be the first time that the All-Star Game is at Citizens Bank Park, which opened in 2004, so it's going on 15 years. It's kind of surprising. I mean, Philadelphia, Phillies are, are a very storied uh, franchise over the years. 1976 was the last All-Star game in Philly, um, which was played at Veterans Stadium, which I missed that ballpark. I missed that football stadium, baseball stadium, whatever you want to call it. It, it, had, it had a lot of uh, character, let's put it that way. You know, the 700 club with the fights or, or whatever you want to say it, the you know, batteries being thrown at Santa. Yeah, we got a lot of bad, you know, rep for that. But, and, you know, Lincoln Financial is a beautiful stadium. I love it. You know, there's not a bad seat in the, in the the stadium. But walking up those steps in the 700 level, man, you, you thought you were going up above Jesus. But when they played that one in 76, that was actually to celebrate the 200th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. So, Seems like they're kind of going with a little theme here, uh, MLB is. When they held a press conference, they had Bryce Harper and Mike Schmidt, which hopefully, you know, Mike Schmidt is still around when they have this All-Star game and maybe have like a, a celebrity softball game, which I, I think they still, I think they do anyways. And I already talked to Shoulder a little bit that, you know, we should, me and him should head down there for the All-Star game. We're about two hours away from, from Philly. I talked to my dad about it. I told him I, I want to go to the home run derby. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. So I'm excited for this. You know, I've been to a handful of MLB baseball games, but never to an all-star game. Uh, when I was actually younger, I went to a international league all-star game, which that was the home run derby also. And that was pretty cool. I mean, I was probably you know, 14, 15 years old. And I thought it was, you know, pretty cool. I probably still would like it even at my age now. So kind of excited for that. You know, it's 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 gonna help, I think, put Philly on the map to get some of these these bigger games. Um, you know, like the All Star Game, Super Bowls, stuff like that. So, still speaking about Philly, this past week, the Philadelphia Flyers have named a new head coach. They've named Elaine Vigneault 
as the the new head coach. The last team he played for or that he coached was the New York Rangers, which when I started getting into hockey to follow the Flyers and stuff like that was just a few years ago. So I remember him with the Rangers and you know, they won the Stanley Cup in 2014. After that, just didn't seem like that Rangers team was any good. It was they seemed okay, average. So when I saw we signed this guy, I was a little upset because I was hoping Scott Gordon would have got a chance, and supposedly they gave him a chance, um, sat him down for the interview with Lane being hired. They also, the rumor that I seen was they gave Scott Gordon the, the Phantoms job. If, if he wants it, it's his um, with how he turned that team around last year, almost making the playoffs in a way with such a bad, bad team that he inherited, I would not even offer him the phantom shop. If Elaine was okay with it, I would have offered him an assistant NHL coach job. Let him up there and get some more uh, experience. You know, he, I think he was the head coach of the Islanders back in the day. So, and the thing I think if they were to do that would help the Flyers because he, he coached those, the young prospects with the Phantoms so he could actually help Vigneault bring those guys up and, and you know, tell him, hey, this is, this is one of his strengths or his weakness or this is how you could probably go about maybe motivating this guy, this and that. So, Scott Gordon is still in limbo. I'm um, hoping he stays with the Flyers organization somewhere, whether it's the Phantoms or with the Flyers. A little uh, backstory to Vignot. He also coached the Canucks for seven seasons and the Canadians for four. Won the President's Trophy three times, 2011, 12, and 15. And reached the Stanley Cups twice, once with the Canucks and once with the, the Rangers. Um, as far as the contract was, it, the Flyers to say it was multi-year, but no exact details about it. Now, when it came out that we, we hired him, you know, I want to say about 75% of the Flyers fans were just bashing this, this hire. I always try to not react to a signing and take a step back, think about it, look, you know, if, if it doesn't feel right, look into it and do some research on it. And I'll tell you what, since he's been hired, uh, I believe it was Tuesday we had the, I think Tuesday it came out that we hired him and then we had the press conference yesterday. The more I saw and read articles about him, the more excited I'm actually getting. Um, he likes to use his blue liners in the offense, which the past two seasons, Ghost, he, he, was, he was a ghost. Gosses Bear just offensively wasn't there. Um, and that could be Hackstall's pro, uh, you know, problem that caused Ghost to kind of fall off. 
And I know a lot of Flyers fans are saying we should trade Ghost and this and that. The one thing Vignot said in his press conference that I'm I'm happy with is there's not going to be major changes. He likes the group of players we got. And I, I think we have a good group of players. You know, a lot of people bash Drew that he's not good and this and that. You look, he, he's goal-wise and points-wise, he's been consistent. It's not like as much as I hate to put this guy down because he's my favorite player, but when Wayne Simmons was playing with us the past two years, he just completely nosedived off the, the planet with his points. You know, and then, you know, Couturier, one of our better players defensively and offensively. Um, I believe he got 30-plus goals last year. And then you got Voracek there. Voracek's getting a little bit older. I think we may just ride that contract out and, you know, go from there. But I think we still have, like, another year or two with him. Vigneault is also getting my new boy, Carter Hart. Very young. He's going to be, what, 22, 21 next year. So not a lot of uh, tread on him. You have uh, Philip Myers coming back. He's going to probably be up there with the, the big guys. He played most of the season with the, the Flyers. He was impressive. You have Provorov. You have Sanheim. Like, you know, you have a lot of good young guys on this team. It just... I think with Hackstall, <clears throat> his problem was he had no experience up there. Now with Vignot, he has the experience, and he could probably bring these guys to the next level because he's been there. You know, he's been around young players before. And for these Flyers fans that are passionate, that you know, typical Philadelphia, we lost out on Quinville, and now we, you know, we're just taking the second best guy. It's not. Listen, if he's the second best guy, do you, would you rather go back to Hackstall, who was the worst guy? I mean, come on now. You know, the guy's won two Stanley Cups. The old joke, when's the last time did we win a Stanley Cup? He He's a, a above 500 head coach with wins. Um, I, think he, I think I also saw that he's 12th among head coaches and wins all time. So he's a winner. It's just that with that Rangers team, they just kind of chugged through that final season with with, with uh, Vignot, kind of like with what happened with Scott Gordon. That last week or two, we just tailed off because let's be honest, we ran out. We we ran out of gas. We were so far behind when Gordon came on, and the run that we went with, just we wasted all of our energy. Now, I'm hoping one of the first things that Vignot helps this team is the slow starts. We we got to get out there. We got to get out ahead in the first period because I believe like the past two seasons, the third period would come in, we outscored every team. But that first period, everybody would jump out so far ahead that we were always playing catch up and just never could, you know, come back all the way. Also, I, I hope that we get a little more physical. No more of this, oh, I'm going to pull up because, you know, he's coming at me type deal. Like, 
if if, if a hockey player ha- has the puck, run him over, or try to bump him off the the puck. Don't, yeah, I'm gonna skate off the side like a little girl. Like, come on, man. Like, this is hockey. And as far as not to get off topic here too. As far as the people that are like, oh, fighting needs to be taken out of hockey because Ovechkin knocked out a 19-year-old kid. That kid asked for the fight. If you don't want to get knocked out, don't ask for the fight. And I hate Ovechkin. Not hate. I dislike him. But that knockout was brutal. And kudos to Ovechkin because when he knocked the kid out, when they both fell to the ice... A lot of times during fights, you see once they hit the ice, a player will do one or two more punches just to get it in. Ovechkin got right up. He didn't throw any extra punches because he knew he was knocked out. So kudos to him. All you PC people that don't want fighting in hockey or whatever, go watch a different sport. Go watch golf or, or, or tennis or something else that's not so physical for you. Anyways. Back to... Vignot. I'm hoping to see a little bit more physicalness, better defense, stop with the trying to be pretty passes, like just get it down to the offensive zone and just start putting pucks on, on the, the goalie. Because, you know, you got James Van Riemsdyk also. Sit him up in front like Wayne Simmons used to. And get those rebounds. You know, that's where a lot of the a lot, of, a lot of the goals he gets. I mean, you look at the, the Penguins-Islanders series. One, I, I mean, I was very impressed by the Islanders. They just, they looked like they just didn't care who they who they were playing. They were taking them out. Penguins looked old. But no one's sitting down in front of that. Even Crosby would try and just would get knocked right out of the area. So they couldn't get no rebounds. And there was a lot of rebounds that that goalie gave up that they could have scored. But a little bit of the the hockey playoffs, you know, like I said, Penguins got swept. So for all you Penguins fans that want to bust on me about the Flyers, hey, we won the same amount of playoff games this year as you did. So you shut up. Malkin, I, I don't know what Malkin's problem was throughout the whole uh, playoffs because you sneezed the wrong way and he was barking at you and wanted to fight and everything. And I mean, maybe you were trying to get fights to get your team hyped back up and get back into the games or something, but he was it seemed like he was taking a lot of bad penalties. Some of them may have been questionable, you know, as far as on the ref's side, but... Then you also had uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning getting swept. And right before I started recording, I did a NHL bracket challenge uh, on NHL.com with my boys. And we actually had the Penguins and the uh, Tampa Bay in the finals or the semifinals to go to the Stanley Cup. So obviously that side of the bracket is just destroyed. We still have... I think we have the Blues and the Avalanche going to the semifinals. They're still they're still playing. Um, I think as far as tonight and tomorrow, it's pretty much like game fives and game sixes going on. Definitely a lot better series for all those teams compared to the Penguins and Tampa Bay. And I'll t- you know, but 
kind of going back to the Penguins, though, too, it wasn't like they got blown out. I mean, they just got outskated. Matt Murray, man, how the mighty have, mighty have fallen. You know, when Vegas got um, got Flurry because the Penguins figured Flurry is over the hill, this and that, and Flurry is playing lights out again. You know, for Vegas, he got his 15th uh, playoff shutout. Vegas looking good again. It looks like it's not a a one-year wonder from last year. So, you know, I remember last year's playoffs, and it seemed okay. But this this season seems a little bit uh, more entertaining for some reason. You know, a lot, a lot better games than in the past. Now, before uh, we go, I'm going to run down the, the UFC fight picks for tomorrow. I believe they're over in Russia. And I think that's maybe why it's a 1 p.m. Um, start. I think the prelims actually start at 10 a.m. And, you know, some of the fights we got here, you got Alistar Overeem fighting. You have... Uh, Sergey Pavlach fighting. You also have um, Christoph Jocko and even um, Roxanne, Roxanne, ah, Roxanne, there you go, uh, Modafferi, which she's she's actually pretty funny. She's uh, She was on the Ultimate Fighter. Um, I think it was the first female Ultimate Fighter uh, season. So, as far as the main card, I believe the first fight is going to be Christoph Chaco versus Alan Amidvosky. Any name that has a Z and a Y in your first name, you got to be a badass. Now, I mean, I have seen Chaco fight a couple times, and I like them. So, this one is a middleweight uh, fight. So I'm going to go with uh, Jocko with the win over Alan Amadalaski. And then in the women's flyweight, like I said, we have Roxanne Madafri versus Antonion Shavenko. Um, if you guys get a chance to watch the Shavenko's sisters doing their uh, open workout thing it, it's it's basically choreographed it's like dancing watching them but they're doing MMA moves it's actually pretty funny and pretty cool to watch I like Roxanne um, she kind of seems like she has a new surge in her career now but I'm going to go with Antonia because her sister is the the women's champion I forget which division I think it's the the next um, weight class above the flyweights. So she, you know, if she, she's as good as her sister. This this should be an easy win for Roxanne. But hey, you never know. It could be an op- upset for Antonia, and Roxanne could pull it out. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I, I think Antonia is going to win this one. After that, we have a light heavyweight, Ivan. Oh boy. Shutkarov versus Devin Clark. 
I'm gonna go with Devin Clark with this one, and I I like the lightweights or uh, the light heavyweights because it could be anything. It could be a knockout, it could be submissions, you know. And other than John Jones, these could be very close fights. So I'm gonna go with Devin Clark with this one. After that, we have the first heavyweight fight of the night on the main card, which is Sergey Pavlovich versus Marcelo Golm. I'm going to go with Sergey. Sounds like a, a Russian name. Um, and those Russians, I mean, they go fight. Just look at Ovechkin. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with a, any heavyweight fight you got. I figure it's going to be a knockout. As long as it's not another Derek Lewis or... Uh, uh, what was that one fighter's name? Where there's like five punches thrown through the, the whole fight. Then after that fight, we have the lightweight fight between Islam Akvajevic versus Armin Sarukhan. Um, lightweights, I'm going to go with Ar Arman uh, with a submission win. Go with the second round. See how, see how close we get. Then in the, the main event, heavyweight Alsar Overeem versus Alexei Olejanik. I don't like Overeem, never really have. He always seemed earlier in his career like he was always on steroids. And now that they're doing these uh, a lot strict, you know, more strict of testings, he's very up and down, it seems. So I'm going to go with Alexi. Um, could go to the decision. But both guys are, are heavy hitters, so I'm saying it's it's going to be a knockout. So that's going to be my picks for the UFC fight night, or fight day, however you want to say it. Um, I'm going to, like I said, try a live tweet tomorrow during the, the fights. Go head over to Twitter to follow me there at ST Sports Podcast. Follow my personal one at Jimbo ST Sports. And hopefully next weekend, Shoulder will be back. And you can follow him at Shoulders underscore bro. Head over to YouTube. Subscribe to our new channel. I'm going to try to throw some more uh, episodes up there for you guys to listen to. If you don't have us on iTunes or Spotify, tune in, Google Play. All those awesome platforms to listen to our shows. But... Before I go, I want to wish everybody a happy Easter. Please be safe. Be careful. This is your good friend Jimbo signing out.